Hello everybody and welcome back. It is the evening of Thursday, January 27th and I know I'm late getting this one up tonight like I was with my Tuesday episode so I do apologize on that. I always promise I'm going to get my episodes up on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I'm kind of cutting this one down to the wire a little bit as if I'm not done within the next hour of everything with my editing. I'm not going to make it on Thursday, so I really need to step up my game on this one a little bit. No, I didn't forget, just I have been insanely busy with other deputy stuff, and none, it's not an excuse at all, but I, again, I, again, I apologize for that. But I do want to touch on, I have gotten so much feedback on my score change of Encanto that I talked about on Tuesday, positive and negative, but the biggest question is why? And when I first went to see Encanto, I honest it felt more like a kid's movie, but the more and more that I've watched it, it's actually not really a movie for kids. It's a movie more for adults, and especially those that are not necessarily, I guess, what would be technically the quote-unquote the norm. Or if you are kind of the black sheep of your family, this one is going to relate to you a lot more. And that's honestly why I changed the score is there is so many nuances to this movie that appeal to adults and just an entirely different level beyond even what kids could really understand. But it's done so well that it's easy to almost miss it if you're not paying attention. But that is why I went ahead and made the score change on that. And like I said, I've only done that a handful of times out of all of the movies that are on Deputy. So, I mean, it's definitely not a normal thing at all. And one of my, one of the comments was, well, how can we trust your ratings if you change them? Like I said, I've, it's been maybe three movies that I've changed the score on out of over 1,700 movies in the last eight years. So yeah, my scores are pretty set in stone for the most part, 99 point something percent of the time on that. And I don't want to give any of you cause or doubt to make you question uh, the whole thing with Movie Deputy's rating system and our reviews and everything. It's like we really do try our best to bring things to you as simply as possible, but in a way where we're just kind of talking to the everyday person. I don't want to be one of these critics that's like, the cinematography is this and the photography is that and the acting, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, if a movie's really bad on that stuff, I'll touch on it, but that's not what it should be about. The things like this and things like Deputy are to just give you enough information about the movie to decide if you want to see it for yourself. And if you do, great. And if you don't, that's fine too. But for my new listeners, you may be wondering why I'm rambling on the way I am. I'm actually the deputy of moviedeputy.com. And I love movies. I'm obsessed with movies. I eat, sleep, and breathe movies. <laughs> and that's probably an understatement. But I do my best to bring all of the reviews to you on moviedeputy.com in 300 words or less with no spoilers ever. I don't promise that same level of no spoilers here, but I'm not going to give away anything major to the movie itself. But I have my movie recap episodes every Tuesday and my upcoming movies episodes every Thursday. And that's what this one is. And I'm going to be talking about the movies that have opened up this week, the ones that have opened already, and the ones that are going to be opening up on this weekend. Because we had movies opening up on the 25th, 26th, 27th, which is today, the 28th, which is tomorrow, and the 29th. So it may sound like a lot of movies, but we're actually going to be only be talking about 15 of them today. Some of these are really kind of unusual in weird ways. Not, not bad weird, just different weird. 
but I'm excited to kind of jump right into these and we're going to go ahead and jump right in with a movie called Birds Like Us that opened on the 25th. Now honestly until I had watched the trailers for this one and I had to watch more than one because this one seemed a little kind of off the wall a little bit but Birds Like Us it's an animation and before I get into the story too much it the way the animation plays out is very I guess abstract it's not your typical cartoon animation but it's not the claymation type animation either it's kind of hard to describe but just looking at simply the graphics and like I said I'm not one of these critics that focuses on this stuff but it feels like somebody was a huge fan of like Angry Birds and figured out a way to kind of work that in or at least they were inspired by Angry Birds to do a story such as this and I'm about to explain that here in just a second but in Birds Like Us there's a bird that lays only one egg a year and her she ends up losing her egg to someone who is absolutely desperate for it hence like the whole thing in the Angry Birds movie and the pigs are trying to steal the birds eggs and all of that but on the journey, she finds so much more than what she thought. Now, mind you, this story and the characters, the way they're done, it almost could be like something that would inspire nightmares for some, for some of its audience. Other people are going to be inspired because there's a creativity to the animation that you don't often see anymore. I'm not saying there's any creativity to the story itself, as it's just kind of a tired story that's been done way too many times. But... The animation, like I said, if you, if this one sounds like it's got your interest even a little bit, check out the trailers. There's, I believe, three trailers, two or three trailers on this one. But yeah, it's just, it's an unusual one and it garnered some, garnered my attention. But it should be interesting to see exactly what all platforms it's on because I apologize, I did not check that. Our next movie is Two Deaths of Henry Baker. And this for Henry, he he finds himself in a very difficult situation. He has a, tr a very troubled past that leads to a troubled future. A treasure is left with him to be hidden. And this treasure is from his uncle. But when his uncle comes back for it, it's not just as simple as returning it. Because everybody is going to have hell to pay. It's kind of a crime, deep drama almost a thriller not quite it i wouldn't say it's a horror but it's definitely suspenseful violent it's definitely not going to be for all audiences but it looks interesting it, it almost had the feel of like sicario anything similar in the story but just kind of how it was playing out the next movie that we're going to be talking about opened on the 26th and the first one is compartment number six this one is subtitled, and if you've listened to me in the past, you know I'm not a huge fan of the subtitled movies because I find it really hard to focus on the story that's actually being told when you're spending your time reading the words instead of paying attention to how it's all playing out. It's almost like you're trying to read a moving book on screen. But I don't want to get too distracted by that thought. This one is about a young girl from Finland and she is heading out on a train ride. And what she finds is in compartment number six, her, her compartment, that her compartment mate, the, the other person traveling that's also in this compartment, turns out to be an unexpected friend. And that ends up leading to something that you wouldn't expect. There is a twist to this, but if you're paying attention, it won't really be that much of a surprise. I'd like to think that there may be more to this than what there initially seems to be, but it doesn't really feel like it. But then again, we could be surprised. The other movie that opens up on the 26th is called Short Bus. 
Now, when I think of a short bus, I think of differently abled individuals who are limited with some sort of a handicap of some sort, but that is not the direction that this one goes in at all. This one is an indie movie, very LGBTQ plus friendly, almost to the point of extreme in your face. It's supposed to be about art, music, and very, very extremist type politics. Um, or The left would not consider them extreme politics, but the right, the conservative right, definitely would classify that more as that for a t- movie such as this. And this one is actually trying to be a comedy. I could not pick up on any humor from the trailers alone and just kind of how it's playing out. Like I said, if you are part of the LGBTQ plus community and you like movies such as this that attempt to be artsy but are very, they have a very directed audience, let's just put it that way. That directed audience is going to be a limited audience for quite, for probably for the majority. As we go into the 27th, one of the first movies that it has listed that's coming out on is The Fallout. Now this one, it has a viewer discretion warning on it because it does deal with issues of trauma. This story is about some survivors of a school shooting. It deals with some very heavy topics regarding that and there's a lot of divisiveness on subjects such as this and these girls are really having a hard time dealing with what they have experienced and along the way not only are they having problems with insomnia but one of them makes the comment or one of them says you have to be able to sleep to have nightmares these things are never forgotten people do matter and what if you die tomorrow Will you die sad because you didn't say what you had wanted to say? It kind of touched on a little bit of that thought in the trailer. And I really thought that was a powerful message because you never, you're never guaranteed tomorrow. And not, not even in the least, whether it be umpteen different scenarios that could happen. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. So if you have something to say to somebody, make sure and say it. It's, it's best to have it out there. I mean, you may face praise, you may face rejection, and that's a difficult balance for all of us, but something like this touches on a lot of issues that people deal with today. I hope it does not go with the whole anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment thing. So I'm not, it didn't even touch on anything like that in the trailer, but I know a lot of movies nowadays tend to have that kind of agenda behind them. I'm hoping this one doesn't, because if this one really does just stay true to the story, it might be a diamond in the rough. On the 28th, the first movie that is opening on the 28th that was on this list is called Clean. Now, off of a title like that, I had no idea what to expect. And then one of the main characters says, I'm still looking for answers. I just don't know what the questions are. And so many of us could relate to that. I know I can, at least a lot of different times in life in general. But this really is a story about trying to find a way to make peace with your past to keep it from turning into a war in the future. This story does deal with a lot of drugs, a lot of violence. It's not for the faint of heart. I know I use that phrase a lot, but this type of movie is a little bit intense. And so it's nice to be able to see somebody trying to turn their life around, especially that went down that path in the past, as we are, I mean, we're individuals and we're humans and we're not 
were not our past mistakes. I mean, especially if we've learned from them and are trying to move on. And that kind of, it's what I got from is the message of this, just kind of as a whole. But this one, I'd like to say it really looks interesting and parts of it do, but just, I don't know. I have some reservations about it. I'll probably eventually get around to reviewing it, but that's probably not one I'm in any rush to do so. The next one, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be pronouncing this right, it's called The Requin. It's the, and then R-E-Q-U-I-N. And when I first read it, I thought it was like The Requiem, but no, it's a completely different spelling, completely different word, and I actually had to type it in because my voice search thing on my TV did not recognize my pronunciations of that. So yeah, I just kind of, <laughs> But this movie really is not about what you might think. It's another shark movie. Now, we've had Jaws, we've had The Meg, we've had 47 Meters Down, we've had like all of these different types of shark movies in the last decades. But in this one, a dream vacation becomes a nightmare. The vacationers have one of those houses that's, or not houses, but they're like a hut, they're out over the water. And I don't know if it was a storm or what it is, but ends up setting it out adrift in the water and they end up face to face with this shark at the whole survival deal. And one of the phrases in the movie is terror has teeth. And that is so very true. I, for one, well, both my husband and I both, we love snorkeling out in the open ocean. And I've been lucky, and I'm going to use the term lucky very generously there because I've actually seen some sharks that were maybe a little too close for comfort for some people. Obviously, I was a safe distance away. But yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to see them out in their natural habitat. And then I kind of like the shark movies as well. It's like, honestly, I even appreciate if there's a little bit of a cheese factor to them. And by saying that, I mean like if they're a little bit cheesy, but that's just kind of my personal thought on it. This one, I'm actually going to try to look it up and see if I can find it tomorrow. The next one is if you have ever been a fan of the Ice Age movies, the Ice Age Meltdown, Ice Age Continental Drift, Ice Age, just all of them. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But this kind of goes back to Ice Age because the, this movie is called The Ice Adventures of Buck Wild. Now, if you remember their adventure into the Lost World, they ran into Buck and he pretty much helped save them and helped get them back to the surface. Well, in this story, Crash and Eddie, the Peach's friends, the ones that help her on that, they decide to go back to the Lost World. And mainly in this one, you see the other characters again. You've got Sid, you've got Manny, you've got all of them around back again. But Crash and Eddie are really the focuses of this movie, along with Buck. They have gone down to the Lost World to try to prove themselves. And in this one, destiny awaits them, but they learn the hard way that destiny hurts. Now, that sounds more than cute. Like I said, if you are a fan of the Ice Age movies or your kids are, this is one that you're going to want to check out. Our next story is called They, Them, Us. Now, my very first thought on this was, oh, great, pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that ended up not being where this one is going at all but unfortunately like I said I couldn't help that's the very first place my brain went because it's like and I know I'm gonna alienate some of my audience with this but it's like I don't really I'm not too concerned because I've got way more people that will agree with me they and them is plural it is not a singular pronoun it does not and you don't refer to a sing singular individual as a plural pronoun it just doesn't work it's like 
there are his, she's, him's, hers, they regarding multiple people, them regarding multiple people. But yeah, when I read they, them, us, I'm just like, no. But then I watched the trailer and it went in a completely different direction. This one, this story is about, a, it's an adult story, very adult. So if you have got little one's ears, you might want to pause it right here until you or somewhere where um, you where you don't want little ears to hear what I'm going to talk be talking about here. But this is a very adult movie about doms and subs, the whole BDSM lifestyle, uh, which is the whole dominatrix. Um, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me. Uh, that no, that is not a personal. <laughs> feeling of mine but I had a friend years ago that was into the whole BDSM lifestyle and when she said that I about died laughing and I don't know I it's just always kind of stuck with me they do not use that phrase from what I could see in the movie it was not in the trailer at least but <laughs> yeah I'm sure that's probably going to go more viral than I intended it to but such is life but this is a very complicated story about that lifestyle and the people involved in that lifestyle and kind of everything that goes along with it so if you're into movies such as that or if you are part of the BDSM lifestyle you may really enjoy this if not stay far away. Our next movie is completely in the opposite direction. It's called Sundown. Now anybody who's had any family members dealing with Alzheimer's or dementia or anything like that, they are familiar with the term Sundown and uh, we could probably even attribute that to somebody that's in the White House currently who deals with kind of Sundowners and uh, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I couldn't help with that reference. It's like sometimes I just can't help myself. I'm not even going to apologize. So I am what I am. Uh, but this one does not involve that. This one actually involves a wealthy family that's on vacation in Mexico. They're um, pretty much an emergency comes up and they must rely on a local connection, somebody that's connected to their family, try to get out of this. And there seems to be a lot of deceit. It was very confusing in the trailer. I watched the trailer and I watched it again and then I went over to read the IMDb little like snippet thing where it just kind of describes the movie and I was still confused. So <laughs> that doesn't really bode well for much of the story when it's confusing before you even watch it. I like when there's intrigue or mystery but this one just didn't make a lot of sense. Another movie is Cyrano. It's the one we talked about a couple weeks ago. And this one is going to be more of a wider release. I believe it's coming out on video on demand tomorrow. So I'm kind of hoping so because that's one I've been waiting for. Our next one is A Taste of Hunger. This one is also subtitled. This one is in German, I think. My German is not very good. So I'm, I'm guessing at least part of it's in German. But this one is truly a... The, the whole idea of a study of food becomes the study of self. They say we are what we eat, but this one goes way deeper than that. When the ingredients are exposed, so will the secrets. There are some skeletons in the closet that don't make very good soup. Okay, that was a really dark cannibal reference. I did not mean for that to be such a dark reference on that. But uh, yeah, this it's not about cannibalism at all. It's just, I'm just thinking like we use bones to make broth for soup and the whole skeletons in the closet. Yeah, I'm not even going to apologize for that though. It's just, yeah, that's where my brain went. And 
if you've been listening to me for long, you know I'm kind of weird to begin with, so that definitely works. But no, this one is actually really intriguing because it's more about finding out who you really are from your food. And the more you dissect food, the more you dissect yourself. And it really looks like a deep story. So even with it being subtitled, I might want to check this one out. Our next one, if you're going to try to search for it, you're going to have to type it in because voice searches do not like this title. I'm not sure why, but it is called Brighton Forth. This one is another subtitled movie. It is another indie movie and it is absolutely absurd. It even describes itself as being absurd. So that's not me dissing on it at all or throwing any shade down, but yeah, it's just, it's, but it, really draws the line of trying to find a line. Is there a line where devotion ends and where do you draw that line? Where do you devote your time, your energy, and when do you stop devoting it? It, again, is another one of those kind of confusing ones. It doesn't really explain a whole lot. I'm sure it will have its audience as a lot of indie films do. And I'm not trying to completely knock indie films. I have had some indie films on my top 10 list for the year. But I have a feeling this one's not going to be anywhere close. Our next one is Rifkin's Festival. And if you are looking for it, let me spell that for you. It is R-I-F-K-I-N-S Festival. And it is about the, something with the San Sebastian Film Festival. The whole thing is that life is like a movie. A, and basically a search of self reveals more than the person it intended. It becomes a drama, a romance, there's adultery. Is this everything or is there more? It's or basically everything you're dealing with in life. You have to wonder, is that it or is there more to it? Is basically this person finds themselves attracted to the pain, attracted to the drama, attracted to the misery and the dark side of relationships, whether they be personal, professional, both. And so how this kind of goes down will be interesting. There, it, this one looked to be a bit deeper than what it appears to be on the surface. So I'm definitely curious. And then our last movie that we're going to be talking about opens on the 29th, which is Saturday. And that is Harper. In this one, lives can change in an instant. What would you do for love? And maybe we're wondering how those two things can tie together. But this one really delves deep into the whole idea that love is pain and love leaves scars. And you may wonder how that is. But even the best, most loving relationships have hiccups and there are things that are said that can't be taken back and actions and just little things. You have to kind of decide on what works for you. And of course, I never condone any sort of abuse in a relationship. And abuse can go both ways. It can be from one partner to the other. It's not one gender. It's not one specific thing in that. But there is no excuse for domestic violence in any way, shape, or form or abuse of a child or anything like that. There is never an excuse for abuse. But, and there, oh, I also want to outline, it has nothing to do with the movie, but there is a huge line between discipline and abuse. I proudly raised a kid, or we proudly raised our kiddo 
He is 27 years old and a very productive member of society. And I was pretty much the neighborhood mom. And just kind of on a personal level, I was one of those moms that basically everybody's kid was already I was always at my house and even though I had strict rules, the kids appreciated that I had structure. So it was just one of those things and I'm still connected to a lot of these kids today in their adulthood because kids crave structure. Kids crave, I and I know this is going to sound backwards, but they crave discipline. But this story delves into that in an entirely different way. Like I said, I don't mean to go down the rabbit hole on that one, but it was just something I needed to touch on. Because I don't want people to think that love is abuse. I don't want people to think abuse is love. There, yeah, there's never an excuse for that. And I don't know if this goes completely down that path, but it definitely looks like it could be an interesting story, but it also looks like one that could easily be gut-wrenching. And that wraps up our 15 movies for today. I just kind of have to go through, do the basic editing, put the sound between the clips, edit out a couple sneezes because my allergies are going bonkers. But... <laughs> such as it is but tarot is not in here with me tonight i did have stormy in here with me a little bit at the beginning but he decided he wanted to go out so i let him out of the office rather than hearing him howl <laughs> because that would not be a very pleasant distraction during the show and for the haters that did not like hearing him in the last episode too bad i, I am a proud cat mom i have six beautiful little fuzzy babies and you know what? If they want to come in and they want to make a few sounds that are a complete disruption to the program, they are allowed to do so. But, <laughs> and I am just happy that I got to bring these B list, oh, I usually say A list, B list, no list, but there are no A list movies this week. So these B list and no list movies that I could bring them to your attention. And as always, I welcome any comments, criticisms, suggestions on the contact us page of moviedeputy.com or as always you can just email us directly at moviedeputy at gmail.com and until Tuesday I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>